Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good day. Hello. How are you all out there? On this beautiful, beautiful day that God has given us, this is Teresa E. Keys, your host for Here's Teresa, broadcasting to you on the GreatTalkZone.com Internet Radio. And uh, right off the bat, how the heck are you all out there? I know you are doing fine, so am I. Just ready to get started on the show's topic today, which is Let's Talk Hot Topics. With my guest, the fabulous Reginald C. Campbell, also known as the world's best mental health therapist. Also, this is Black History Month, and we will be paying respect to some of those individuals who came before us to pave the way, not only for people of color, you guys, but uh, the benefit of their struggle or invention, um, you know, uh, will, will, you know, benefit at all of us. So, you know, he, uh, my guest, Reginald C. Campbell, will be joining me shortly. So we can discuss many, many items with you. Okay. You know uh, what, my listeners, I just want to say something. Okay. You know, life is beautiful. You know, in spite of the contentiousness and uptick of racism, political fighting, and every other negative thing going on right now that has been looming over our nation recently, for example, I am saying it again, life is just so wonderful. It's so beautiful in spite of it all. Remember, we are not supposed to be of the world, but in the world. Okay. Now, what does that mean, Teresa? Well, this means this is, um, you know, that the negative things that are happening in the world, we are not supposed to be partaking in those things. We are supposed to be gravitating for righteousness gravitating for love and care about ourselves and others. You know, our souls are supposed to be light as a feather. Okay. It's not supposed to be burdened down with crap. So remember that. And also remember that I appreciate you listening to me. I am so, so grateful for all of you out there. All right. Quick, quick weather report. Our weather today here is beautiful. Sun is shining and everything, but it's going to be like 84. Oh my God. Okay, and yikes, you know, and, um, you know, I don't, you know, I just don't want this to be a, you know, like a preemptive for really hot weather, you know, to start early here in, here in Arizona. You know, we can start getting uh, very, very warm and it can last until the end of the year. Ah, I love warm weather, but, you know, not when it's consistent like that day in, day out for months and months. Okay. And uh, so now, listen, it's shout out time. And I want to give a shout out to uh, first and foremost, to all of those people uh, in the um, east who are uh, dealing with this, the devastating storm that's that's coming. And they've been, really been bombarded this winter. So shout out to all of you guys out there. I hope that um, everything is OK. I hope that you all are safe and um, and uh, I'm sure things will turn around. The sun will come out and melt all the snow and it'll be good again. OK. And I want to give a, a shout out to my grandson, uh, Paris. He turned 11 uh, years of age, you know, happy birthday. Very proud of you. Love you so much. You know, they grow up too darn fast. And um, 
So, you know, we will be celebrating this weekend with him, um, you know, as a family, my baby boy. You know, he's so much fun and very, very, very proud of him getting ready to be a black belt uh, first day in the Taekwondo here in upcoming April. All right. My next shout out is that I'm praying for all the people um, who have been affected by the terrible hurricane in Louisiana recently. Now, BET.com is reporting that the tornadoes hit in some of the same areas as, as they did in Hurricane Katrina, you know, years ago. I certainly hope that help is there assisting you all, you know, with what you need so you can recover quickly as possible during this tragedy. Okay, my last shout out, you guys, drum roll, please, goes out to Madonna. I am sure you all heard of the story. You know, she's adopting two beautiful girls from Malawi. They are twins, and their names will be Esther and Stella, according to E! News. Now, they are four and a half years of age. I saw them on on a clip. I'm sure that many of you did, too. Beautiful little girls. And, um, and, you know, I like those names. Those are like old, meaningful names, you know. And, uh, but I wish, um, Madonna many, many God's blessings, uh, to her and her family as she's continuing to do, um, something great that, that is, that is helping, um, you know, a, a, you know, just hel- helping children. That's, that's fabulous. She has, um, you know, two children of her own. And I think this is maybe, uh, four children that have been adopted by her so kudos to you madonna all right you guys let's bring on my fabulous guest reginald c campbell okay he is the world's best mental health therapist and uh he's going to be writing uh some of his memoirs of patients that that he has dealt with coming along the way hopefully um he didn't tell me that i write people but i'm hoping that and um, he's a frequent guest on my show. He is my um, natural brother, and I'm very happy to have him with me this morning, as always. Good morning, Reginald, and thank you for being on with me. How are you today? I'm good. <laughs> happy to be here and ready to rock and roll. All right. Well, let's get started. Okay. This is Black History Month. All right. And I'm sh- and I'm not sure of how. Much celebration is going on around the country, Reginald, you know. And um, so anyway, we're going to celebrate it, you know, uh, start off the celebration this month, listeners. Um, And um, my brother and I are going to kick off this historic celebrated month by talking about some of the great individuals who deserve recognition this month. Okay. Now, here's the first one, Reginald. Okay. I learned that Jay-Z, who is the husband of Beyonce, has joined up with executive producer Harvey Weinstein, and they are producing a movie titled The Khalif Browder Story. And listen, it's going to be a six-part documentary series being run on Spike TV. Now, this is being reported um, by Daily News that Browder was just 16 years of age in May 2010, when he was jailed after 18 accused him of robbing him of his backpack. Now, I'm sure that you guys may be familiar with that story. If not, Teresa is educating you on it. His family couldn't make his $3,000 bail. So Browder spent three years at Rikers prison, enduring beatings by guards and 400 days in total in solitary, in solitary confinement before the charges against him were dropped. 
he was so distraught by his terrific, his horrific incident that he hung himself, you guys, with an air conditioning cord in his Bronx home. Now, his case became a call celeb. It's C-E-L-E-B-R-E, but it's pronounced celeb. Now, this means an issue arising um, why an, an issue arising widespread controversy or heated public debate and rapper and businessman Jay-Z early this month announced he's going to produce a six part documentary on Kaylee's doomed life, you know, and Rachel, I'm sure you're familiar with the story, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, I, now, you know, I, I, the. I, I, go ahead. I I um I wasn't aware that um <clears throat> that a movie about this young man was being uh, uh is in the works, but I, I think that's a that's a good thing. Um that story needs to be told. Um um and that's the story of a lot of other young men who um you know we don't know about who have uh you know dealt with the same kind of fate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it was it was terrible. I do remember this story. And uh, one thing that also refreshed my memory of the story, Reginald, that 16 months later, you know, it was reported um, by the Daily News, October 16, 2016, that his mother, Vanita Browder, died at the young age of 63 due to a broken heart. She died, listeners, 16 months after her son, Khalid, due to complications of a heart attack. Isn't that terrible? Mm-hmm. Now, you listening to me might say, Teresa, what does this have to do with Black History Month? You know, it, well, listen, this is what I'm going to say. It has a lot to do with Black History Month, as so many black people have been sent and are continuing to be sent to jail needlessly. And this is certainly a huge point that prison reform needs to be taken seriously in this country. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you have a, a situation where... Oh, Reginald? <laughs> uh-huh, can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, I, I was saying when you have a situation of um, of uh, uh, where, yeah, prison reform is, in my opinion, it definitely needs to be done. Um, when you have prisons uh, as for-profit organizations, when, you know, prisons are being built for, for profit, even though they're supposed to be not-for-profit organizations, you can go on uh, the uh, U.S. stock market and buy stock in, in prison. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's for, so it shows that, that they're simply for-profit. Um, mm-hmm. Some small towns want prisons uh, built in their community simply because there are no other other jobs available. Um, and then we have to look at some of the people like Jeff Sessions, who uh, unfortunately may yeah. be confirmed as as Attorney General. Uh, uh. You know, and this is the the super loud outcry of of a lot of people. Of you know because of that. Uh, you know, yes. there's a man who's supposed to be is going to be the the top law enforcement person in the in the nation, and he has a history of history of of racist attitudes and ideas, and implementing those racist attitudes and ideas. So, um, mm-hmm. so that has a lot to do with 
yes, you say <clears throat> Black, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It has a lot because I want to bring people, um, you know, um, to awareness on, on on a lot of things. You know, as I said before, you know, my platform is education and enlightening and enlightenment and, um, you know, informing. And, um, you know, it, it's a shame because I talked about this, you know, you and I talked about this on my show not too long ago, you know, about the prisons for profit. You know, as I said, that they're building one, um, you know, here in Arizona and so they build these prisons and then they got to fill them up. Isn't that crazy? Because if they fill them up, you know, then they're they're getting, um, you know, monies also from the, you know, fed federal government and, and things like this, you know. So uh, and I said before and I'll say again, um, you know, it should not be prisons for profit. It should be, you know, um, it should be education um, institutions that they're building. Um, not, you know, prisons, you know, for profit, you know what I mean? And stacking them up with yeah. people who um, are doing these, um, you know, low, low, low level crimes and um, and mm-hmm. and keeping them there for years and years. You know, it's it's it's, it's just a shame. So this is just one of the one story of the thousands of stories that are happening. But 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 nevertheless, I want to say that I'm very um Happy and proud that Jay Z um, and and um, Harvey Weinstein are collaborating um, on this movie, and I sure will be, um, you know, making sure that I look at it, and you guys uh, do too. When I find out the information and exactly when it's uh, scheduled to be uh, premiering on Spike TV, I'll definitely inform you guys. Okay. Now, also in uh, recognition of Black History Month, you all, I would like to pay respect to those who many of you out there, including myself, have not heard of. For example, in my research, I came across a fascinating site named Galleon Buzz, G-A-L-L-E-O-N dot Buzz. And it was educating me on some of the first pioneers in this list. That is what I like to call those individuals that paved the way for us, all of us, okay? Now, I am going to run through through them, you know, um, and then, you know, we, you and I can discuss it, Reginald, okay? Okay. And for those, yeah, for those of you listening to me, please, you know, go to the site, galleon.buzz, and you can read a more extend, extension of their story, okay? All right. Now, here's a gentleman, Edward Alexander Bouchette. He was the first African-American graduate of Yale, first African-American Phi Beta Kappa, first African-American to earn a doctorate from an American university. Then we have Joshua Thomas Walls. He was Florida's first African-American congressman. James Augustine Healy, ordained as the first African-American Roman Catholic priest, pastor of St. James, which was the largest parish in Boston, and he was the nation's first African-American bishop. Patrick Francis Healy, first African-American to earn a doctorate, first African-American president of a major university, Georgetown, and he was the first African-American to join the Jesuit order. Hattie McDaniel, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard about her, but I'm going to say it again. She won a Best Supporting Actress Academy Award for her portrayal of Mammy in Gone with the Wind, making her the first African-American to win an Oscar. Ebenezer Don Carlos Bassett. He was the first African-American diplomat 
to represent the United States government abroad. Daniel James Jr., the U.S. Armed Forces first African-American four-star general. William Augustus Hinton, Harvard's first American African-American professor, writer of syphilis and his treatment. That was back in 1936. And he was the first um, uh, to write the medical textbook on syphilis and his treatment. And it was and he and it was done by um, an African-American and, you know, to have it published. Now we have Numa P. Adams. She was the first African-American dean of Howard School of Medicine. And Edith Spurlock Sampson, one of the first African-American women to be admitted to practice before the U.S. Supreme Court. She was the first American, African-American U.S. delegate to the U.N. And she was the first elected African-American woman judge. Now, what a list, Reginald, don't you think? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, that's, and that's just the beginning of, um, you know, so many things, so many uh, contributions that uh, black Americans have, have, have made. And mm-hmm. um, as you were speaking, I was just sitting here making a list of myself of uh, inventions by African-Americans. Um, which was uh, just right off the top of my head. I can think of the gas mask, uh, mm-hmm. the blood bank, uh, the refrigerator, air conditioning, uh, the heating furnace, um, the motor that uh, if you have a convertible car, the motor that runs the that lets the convertible top up and down. Um, mm-hmm. There was a gentleman, and for some reason his name slips um, uh, my mind. Uh, he made the first one of the first clocks out of wood, and this mm-hmm. clock ran for. And he made it out of wood because he didn't have any any other um, materials uh, uh, to use. And uh-huh. people from across the world uh, came over uh, to see his clock and to and, and to buy his clock and emulate his his clock. And I, I apologize mm-hmm. for for not uh, remembering this this gentleman's name. Mm-hmm. Um, That's okay. Um, the spark plug was invented by by a black uh, gentleman. So it's you know it's just a long list of mm-hmm. um, uh, in, inventions. Uh, John Point Baptiste Dusabo uh, was the founder of Chicago. Uh, he was mm-hmm. the first uh, person to black person to uh, uh, you know come, uh, trade with with natives. Um, he uh, I can remember um, you know. Because we're born in Chicago, um, there's a spot on, on North Michigan Avenue of, of his uh, of his trading post. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they have recognition there. Um, so you know, again, it's just a long list of um, uh, uh, contributions. Oh, contributions, yes. Nation, but but the world. Um, mm-hmm. If you like potato chips, uh, potato chips were invented by uh, an African American as well. So you know, so again, it's just a long, long, long list. Long yeah, list. and yeah, and I would like to throw in the stoplight. So every time you stop at that light, and mm-hmm. or if you run the light, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. just remember mm-hmm. that the, the stoplight was also mm-hmm. um, invented um, by by a black man. You know, um, so um, you know, this uh, also, is why Reginald, we need to be. Also, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Could you say box. that again? Uh, also, the mailbox and, mm-hmm. and the walkie-talkie were also invented uh, by, uh-huh. by black men. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and see, and 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 this is and this is what I'm saying. Okay. Now you know I love you all out there, but for a few moments, <laughs> I am talking directly to my people of color listening to my voice, Reginald. All right. Mm-hmm. Now this is Black History Month. Reginald, and there is so much that we have to celebrate. You know, like you said, there's so many celebrations. I read just a just a just a tidbit, okay? And then you came in very uh eloquently and knowledgeable with yours and um sounding off, you know, just off the top of your head. I threw in stoplight, you know. Um and there is so much to be proud of within our race, since they want to segment it. There's so much to be proud of within our race. Now just reading this short list, okay, and I do mean it is a short list of phenomenal people, trumps what Trump said during his presidential campaign about black people, that we are uneducated, our schools are bad, we don't have jobs, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Reginald, I don't need to repeat each word that, you know, he he said. You know, my, you know, you, you know, I know you get it. My listeners get it. So you all know um, what the phrase um, says. You know, we come from good stock. You know what that means. OK. And, you know, so we come from good stock. If you doubt it, you know, you can always ask your own family members, you know, uh, talk to your, your grandparents, your great aunts and your uncles and things like that, you know, and, and talk to them and, and just go to the library, okay, and research, you know, um, you would probably be surprised of the greatness that is contained within your immediate family, you know, that you have direct connection to, you know, so um, you come from good stock. So don't, don't let any of that happen, you know, what, what he say, said, say, you know, anything to deter you from thinking that you're less or that. Okay? No. So can I throw in just, just a few oh, more absolutely. inventions just you off the top sure of my can. head? And yes. I'm just sitting here writing the list just off the top of my head um, of inventions by black people, African Americans. Uh, the first laser eye surgery uh, was performed by that- uh, a black doctor uh, in Chicago in the 1980s, a black female doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in in mm-hmm. Chicago. Uh, the mop mm-hmm. was invented by African Americans. The broom, uh, the comb. The broom, yeah. The broom, yep. comb, dustpan. Dust uh, the first mm-hmm. open heart surgery was performed by a black doctor in the early 1900s. And the person that he performed the surgery on lived to be uh, over 100 years old. This all, this yeah, he did. Penicillin and, and a lot of other things. Uh-huh. And uh, also the ironing board was the what mm-hmm. I used a lot um, was invented by an African American. So, so again, that those are just some of the things that uh, inventions off the top of my head uh, of a long list of inventions that you know again not only uh, affect uh, Black Americans uh, Americans but but the world. Exactly. I mean, these are things that then this is what I said in the beginning. Reginald, that this not only benefited people of color, it benefited all of us. So this is why, once again, it's so stupid to be involved in racism. You know, uh, you know, you, you know, you're out there being a racist and you're picking up a comb, combing your hair. Hello? You're out there being a racist and you're stopping at the stoplight. You're out there being a racist, but you're going to get laser eye surgery. 
you know, what, what sense does that make? You're out there being racist and you're buying a convertible car. You're out there being racist and you, you know, you're changing out your spark plugs. You're out there being you're out there being racist and 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 our men and women, particularly in, you know, in the United States military um, are using gas masks. I'm sorry, Rachel, you wanted to say something. Yeah. And, and just speaking of, of the military, uh, you know, if you look at um, the old uh, World War Two uh, uh, pictures uh, of, of um, aircraft carriers uh, in, in the Battle of Midway. Um, and you see the, the planes, the wings that fold up. Up, yes. You know, those, uh, the mm-hmm. black gentleman who, who invented that. And that allowed uh, the American Army, American Navy, to win the Battle of Midway because uh, they were able to put more planes, more planes. on aircraft, yep. aircraft carriers. Carriers, uh, yeah. And as far as I know, from what I understand, his family is still in litigation over that. And and also the door stop, you know, that when you open your door and you door. put the little thing under under your door to keep the door open, mm-hmm. um, that was invented by an African-American as well. Exactly. And once again, listeners, you know, we're not at all dispounding on, oh, well, you know what, we don't need to go there. We're This is Black right. History Month. We are celebrating black Americans. And I'm educating people out there as well of all of the fabulous and great things that black Americans have invented that is very um, conducive to helping everyone. It's not just one person. It's everyone. You know, you're, as I said before, you're going to have a heart surgery. Just know that it was someone who pioneered that. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying this is right. fabulous. The ironing board. Oh, I need to press over my shirt. Why am I being so hateful? It was a black man that that invented this, you know, and OK, <laughs> you know, it's I have to chuckle about it because mm-hmm. it's so sure. stupid. It's so stupid, sure. you know, to be hating, you know, and then and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things that all races have invented, as I said, that are beneficial to all of us and that we're all using it. So we really need to stop this mess. We really do. Right. It, it It makes right. absolutely no sense. So what I'm going to do, Reginald and my listeners, is that I want you to get up and stretch and move about, go get your coffee and your tea and come back with me. And we're going to delve into hot topics. Stay tuned. Hi, listeners. This is Teresa E. Keeves, and I want to talk to you about bullying. Do you know that bullying is still a constant negative in our society? not only for children in grammar schools and high schools, but also in our colleges, university, and workplaces. I want you to know that professional mediation is a great method for resolving issues regarding bullying. It also allows party members to engage in a much-needed conversation to clarify what the issues are and to resolve them without the involvement of law enforcement and in relation to our children, the possibility of school suspension. Need more information? Please give me a call at 623-594-5657 or visit my website at www.tekmediations.com. Back to Here's Teresa on TalkZone.com with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you so much. 
for returning with me and my fabulous guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And uh, we are talking about, let's talk about hot topics. And we just ended a fabulous um, uh, segment on celebrating um, African-Americans during this African, um, Black African um, History Month. And now we are going to delve into hot topics, Reginald. Okay. Now. It's so many of them, you know, Reg. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> now, being reported on ABC. I'm sorry. So yeah, where do, where do we start? Oh wow, here we go. Let's talk about the Justice Department, okay? That late Saturday filed this appeal of a judge's order temporarily blocking Donald Trump's refugee and immigration ban, saying it's the sovereign prerogative of a president to admit or exclude. Um, aliens. Now, the appeal cites a basic principle that an alien seeking initial admission to the United States requests a privilege and has no constitutional rights regarding his application. Now, the Justice Department is asking that the federal judge's order be stayed pending resolution of the appeal. It says the ban is necessary to ensure that those approved for admission do not intend to harm Americans and that they have no ties to terrorism. Uh, Reginald, uh, can you weigh in on this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, okay, before I weigh in on that right quick, um, one more invention, uh, ice cream. I forgot about that. As an ice cream lover, how can I forget? Yes, 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 ice cream. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, to throw that in, um, this this so-called ban uh, is you know will be so hurtful and detrimental to to the country in in, in general. Um, there is this one family, this one Syrian family, and uh, they have been working on being able to come to, to the United States, and they've worked on this for 13 years. There was a story about them a couple of days ago, and they finally were able to uh, come over. So they did everything that they were supposed to do. And it took them 13 years. So this notion that people are just, as, as Donald Trump says, flooding over here, it's, it's just not true. It's just, it's just a lie. Um, well, uh, God, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I, lost, I lost my train of thought. But, um, but oh, yeah, uh, there are other, you know, there are companies that are complaining about this ban as well because, you know, they have workers. Scientists, computer experts travel back and forth for different companies, uh, you know, who are working for American companies. And this band would affect them as well, which means that band would affect these particular companies. Okay. And, but here, and, and to add on to that, Reginald, Spicer said, um, in, a, in, in his news conference recently, and I, and I definitely got a, a laugh out of this, you know, uh, the way he says things, so, so unlearned, that 20-some-odd, and that's how he said it, 20-some, when is the last time you heard that? 20-some-odd people entered the U.S. over the over the years that were, you know, deemed to be terrorists. 20-some-odd. Okay, so now let's, let's take that, 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 his theory, or what he said, just, just for a brief moment, okay? So over the years, which he didn't speculate, or he didn't state what over the years he's talking about, 
Is it two years, four years, five years, 10, 20, whatever. Okay. So all you got is 20, but you're coming, you're coming to the media and you're talking to the people of the United States as though we are in dire need to do something ASAP. Although, although they are not stating up front what is the dire need for all of this talk about you know, uh, terrorism, terror. I mean, this is so indicative of the Bush administration when they came up with those PowerPoint slides, um, with those, with the little toy trucks and, 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 um, and, and Colin Powell and everything was given his stance on why we needed to go into war. This is some of the same crap. You have no reason, <clears throat> excuse me, you have no reason to do this. And, and, and while we're on this story, Reginald, um, uh, something that's that's you know um, you know relation to it. What was the real need for them going into Yemen and getting their ass kicked? And then at the same time, you know the the this conflicting stories of how many people that were were killed and injured, which was a lot of children. Some say eleven, some say thirty. I mean, you know, will the real will the real truth please stand up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Reginald? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Sean. Spicer, in, in my opinion, Spicer is going to be the first casualty of, of, of this so-called administration. And since Trump likes to use that word so-called, um, him being a illegitimate president, uh, I'm using the term so-called. Um, mm-hmm. They just pull out things from the top of their head. They have no, they have no proof. They have no fact or anything, as Conway says, alternative facts. And, and that's what they and that's what they do. Um, the going into Yemen is, you know, somewhat of a of a, of a proxy uh, attack on Ira, uh, Iran. Um, mm-hmm. Show them this is what can happen to you. And of course, it didn't go well. So they blamed well, President Obama. They, they said uh, this was put into place by. Um, the last administration. So again, they're okay now. They're yeah. trying to blame President Obama for that. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just so. It's just so. This is just a dog and pony show. This is a clown show, and you know things are too serious in this world, and not serious as Donald Trump wants to make it sound like the world is so dark and we're all going to die tomorrow. You know, yeah. Uh, but but we need a serious administration, and they're just Keystone cops. You know, there's a report that they some of these some of the staff can't even find the light switches in the White House. <laughs> it's like it's just so ridiculous. If it yeah. wasn't so sad, it would be funny. Yes. Now on that same vein, I totally agree that we do need. <clears throat> excuse me. Um a serious uh, administration. But we also, I just like to add on to that piggybacking on what you said. We need an administration that is educated. Okay. Across the board. Uh, they, they need to know their stuff as president Obama used to put it. Um, so truthfully that they need to know their stuff. They don't have, they do not have the knowledge um, of knowing um, uh, the, the history of Yemen, Syria, um, and any of the other um, um, uh, countries that are that are at war and and things like that, they need to know how we came about making certain countries 
um, our allies and, and this and that. You know, they need to know that we don't have to have them for dinner, but it's great that if they're our allies and vice versa, okay? They need to be caring. They need to be respectful. They need to be responsible. And they, and, and, um, you know, they, they just need to be, it, I guess I'm just saying, Reginald and my listeners, that we just need to have a different, um, administration. You know, it's, it's very disappointing when you have a, a person that's over the education of the students, um, of this country who know nothing about the public school system. This is just payback for her giving, um, you know, lots of money to Trump's um, so, and I'm using that word too, Rachel, so-called campaign. And, mm-hmm. um, she, she never went to a public school. She never taught in a public school. None of her children, if, uh, if she had any cousins, brothers or anything, never went to public school. You don't know a darn thing about the public school system, but yet you're over that, that system. Um, Jeff Sessions has a history, a history of racism and being a hold back from people who, who, um, you know, who, uh, uh, in, in many instances and lack for better words have been disadvantaged on, on a number of items. And he's known for poo-pooing on that, but yet you make him what they're referring to as the top cop. Now I just want to know, here's my question to, to you, Reginald. This is supposed to be four years. Okay. Um, I know none of us have a crystal ball. You know, only God doesn't have a crystal ball. He knows that, you know, what's happening from the beginning to the end, like some of the comedians say, from the rooter to the tutor. Okay, he knows this. I just can't see this going on for four years. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. What, what are you saying, Reginald? Well, just think, this is the third week. A long third week. This is the longest three weeks. Oh my God! It is. It, it seems like three months. Like oh you see what goodness. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so can you see? No. Okay. Can I see this for four years? No. No. It it, it can't happen. It no. can't happen for for four years. We can't have a guy who's sitting around at three o'clock in the morning, do watching sleep, sitting around at three o'clock in the morning watching TV and tweeting and tweeting. Really, really. And, He's, you know, then mm-hmm. we come out and talk about how, well, it's, it's too bad that Nordstrom, you know, is dropping Ivanka's um, holy line. Well, okay, well, you're supposed to be the president. Okay, and, and this, that, along with some other things that he has said, that's going to trip him up. Trust me, in the next six months to a year, those yep. are things that conflict of interest. You tell me that's not a conflict yep. of interest? You're coming yep. out saying you're president of the United States and you're talking, you're about, you know, trying to down a, a company that's not, that's no longer wants to carry your daughter's clothing line. Maybe, maybe they want selling. Could, could that be it? And, and a person, Republicans are always trying to talk about, you know, free market, open market. Well, that's a perfect example of a free and open market. They wanted exactly. Didn't, didn't if so they wanted the clothes, they would have. They would have. They would have bought her clothes. And it was reported on on uh, CBS this morning um, that Nordstrom that that uh, Nordstrom's produced a list. Okay, it mm-hmm. was it wasn't just Ivanka. It was a list mm-hmm. of other people that they dropped because their clothes just weren't selling. And so she just happened to be on their list. Nordstrom's didn't get to be Nordstrom's by having things 
that uh, that isn't conducive to what the public is buying, okay, or, or, or what they want. You know, and uh, I did a case study on Nordstrom's when I was at DePaul University. They're, they're, they're an excellent company, which is why I am a Nordstrom's girl. Shout out to Nordstrom's. Um, but I also want to do a shout out, Reginald, to Melissa McCartney for her portrayal of uh, Spicer this past weekend on Saturday Night Live. I, I think that she deserves a, a, um, a an Academy, an Oscar, uh, an Emmy or something, a Golden Globe for her portrayal. She was. She was she was fabulous, you know, and um, I also hear that um, Rosie O'Donnell is uh, being talked about for portraying um, Steve Bannon. Oh, that would be great. I would I, I'd love to see that. that would be oh, great. yeah. And to make sure I don't miss SNL, I make sure it's recorded. OK, so many of you probably will will be doing this, <laughs> the same thing, too. Okay, let's get on to the next hot topic. Okay, and this gets one of my reallys. Okay, stealing Tom Brady's shirt after the Super Bowl, and now it's being reported by Fox yesterday that the ball is missing. Okay, it gets a really, really for me, Reginald. All right. <laughs> come on, come on. Will you take you? You know how the public is. This isn't your first time at the at the at the dog show and pony show. You know, come on now. You know how it goes. You should have had a bag and you put all that in there, your glove, your your um your your shirt, your all of that because you know how people are, you know, and then you haphazardly just just take it off and leave it there and there's been some reports of maybe it got into laundry. It didn't get in any laundry. Give me a break. The Super Bowl was on Sunday. This is now Thursday. They would have found it by now, not unless they just let those clothes sit there and be nasty and sweaty and mildewed. I, I doubt that. What do you think, Reginald? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, they have they have trainers who, you know, to, uh, who look out for uh, the guys' uniforms and their cleats and, you know, take care of their cleats and change the cleats during the games and, you know, things like that. So um, I, I, I don't know. That's just so, so silly. To me, it's just you know. So the ball is missing, his jersey is missing. Like ah, here's how I feel about that. You know, that eh, whatever. Okay, so it's missing, man. Yeah, it's missing. <laughs> it, you know what? You're not missing. Okay, the 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 shirt and the ball are material things. And once again, I say that you know, uh, human race puts too much uh, emphasis and value on material things. Okay. Uh, you won the, you were very instrumental. You weren't the only person that won for the team. You had other players that, you know, that was very much, uh, involved in it too. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, I like you, but I'm just saying. And, um, you know, so the thing is, is that that was a jersey. And so what? If you, if some fool wants to steal it, you know, what goes around comes around. That's how I look at it, you know, whatever. You know, what will be, will be. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll meet their fate. There is no such thing as a perfect crime. Trust me, you guys. Okay. Now, BET.com news reported on February 8th, you guys, that Elizabeth Warren was silenced for reading Coretta Scott King letter about Jeff Sessions on the Senate floor. Now, the report says that Elizabeth Warren was outraged after GOP senators barred her from speaking out against Trump's Attorney General nominee, Jeff Sessions. Your way in on that, Reginald? 
Yeah, that was Mitch McConnell, another one of his. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's 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 just so sad. Now there were other senators who were allowed to read that same letter. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it to me it looks personal. It is a personal thing. Uh, well, it's a sexist thing uh, because you know other men um, were allowed to read to read the letter, and I'm glad other Democratic senators mm-hmm. read the letter as. Uh, in support of Elizabeth Warren. Um, and she, you know, was gracious, angry but gracious about it. Uh, but I feel that it's time not to be gracious um, with some of the things that are yep. the Republicans are, are pulling right now. Um, exactly. You know, to stand up and fight. Um, that's what people expect you to do, to stand up and fight for the right things. And um, my opinion is any Democrat who supports Trump and his agenda, they should be challenged in their next exactly, season. exactly their next run up. See, the thing is, is that a lot of these senators they forget that they're up for re-election this year, you know, starting this year. So uh, you better be on your on your good foot, as James Brown used to say, because you may not be on any foot at all. All right, and we know why a lot of people get into the Senate. It isn't because of the of the yearly salary, and that's all. I'm going to say about that. Now, Reginald, let's get into Tamron Hall and Megan Kelly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this gets a really, really two from me. BET reports, Reginald, that NBC is under fire after today's co-host, Tamron Hall, left NBC after being replaced by Megan Kelly, who will host her and co-host Al Roker's old time slot. Now, Kelly left Fox News last month on the new role at NBC, but everyone's but not everyone's satisfied. In a statement released on Wednesday, the 1st of February, the National Association of Black Journalists, NABJ, voiced frustration over NBC switch. OK, they said that um, she broke ground as the first black female today's show co-host and was enjoying ratings success alongside Al Roker during the show's third hour of programming. The statement reads, NBC has been a leader for diversity in broadcasting, but recent reports that Hall and Roker will be replaced by former Fox News anchor Megan Kelly are being seen by industry professionals as whitewashing. Now, NBC did say it offered a new contract to Hall and insiders believe she would stay on. However, she walked away from the deal. She said, I'm done. The NABJ also pointed out Kelly's history of controversial remarks against minorities. And you and I know about that. You and I have talked about that. Now, mm-hmm. Kelly was a well-documented, um, has a well-documented history of offensive remarks regarding people of color. On the Kelly file, her Fox News show, the host said then First Lady Michelle Obama commencement address at Tuskegee University pandered to a culture of victimization. In the wake of the controversy, NBC did release a statement and seemed open to working with the NABJ and other ad, 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 uh, advocacy groups. Your thoughts, Reginald? That's, that's kind of my thought. I know. You know, really, um, what what is it so great that, uh, you know, Megan Kelly really so so she's at Fox and she panders to 
all of the right wing dogma, and now all of a sudden she's going to be this, um, you know, great reporter for uh, NBC. Um, and, and Greta Van Zandt is the, the same thing. Oh you God! Who follows the Fox? Both of them follow the, the Fox News Roger Ailes uh, um, uh, commitment, and now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're just this fair and honest uh, reporters. Uh, it's a joke. Yeah, it is. It's a joke. Now there has been talk, Reginald, that um, she, meaning Tamron Hall. Um, will be um, co-host if possible, possible, and I think this would be a good one, possibly co-hosting with Kelly, you know, Kelly Ripper. That's not confusing with Kelly, that, that you know, Megan Kelly, but Kelly Ripper. I think that would be a good one, don't you? Oh, if no. that were to happen, if that were to happen, those two together, oh, you know, I love Kelly Ripper. That, that's my girl. I love Kelly Ripper. And I, I think that that would be in itself, Fabulous! I think that the ratings would shoot shoot up. I think that would be great. Oh, now now that would be good. I didn't I didn't hear that. And yeah, uh, I could I could I could see those two. Yeah, that that would be great. That yeah. Would be great, wouldn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah. They they reported that on um on uh, E News last night. You know, I said now that would be that would be good. That would be good. And they also reported it on Extra as well. Okay, now. Here you go. Now, listeners and Reginald, have you heard about this regarding Omarosa Manigault? Okay. Well, BET is reporting that while she was shopping for bridesmaids dresses at Nordstrom's in Virginia, Reginald, with some of her friends on Saturday, that she was Mm -hmm. being called, that she was being called names. Okay. That the headline says Trump's whore. People felt bad Omarosa was called out of her name while wedding dress shopping until they heard her say this, until she said this, okay? Well, what is the this she said? I'm getting there, you guys. The report says that Omarosa and her friends were reportedly verbally harassed by several women. Now, the communications director who recently announced her engagement to Pastor Josh Allen Newman was called several names by two women, according to a witness. Now, the witness told Washington Post that the women were letting her have it. They were giving it to her, and they did call her Trump's whore. Now, the women were asked to leave, which they did peacefully by Nordstrom's loss preventive team, and the White House confirmed her claim, uh, Morosa's claim, and said she was escorted to her car by security. Well, listeners, original, this is what I'm going to say. All right. All right, now this is terrible what happened to her. I'll just say that. But here comes the but. She can be quite contentious and argumentative and nasty in her, you know, with the words that come out of her mouth. And Mm -hmm. she did say, and she did say in an interview, and, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but you and I talked about this on the last show, that Mm -hmm. people are going to bow down to Trump. All those who right. did not vote for him and said he would lose. Okay, so right. she also she also um, what what why the women um, added fuel to the fire is that she had told um, one of the workers there at at Nordstrom's these two these two fat bitches just won't stop following me. So you know mm-hmm. that just made it worse mm-hmm. for her. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. 
Well, you know, my my answer to, to that with Farmer Roth is you lay down with dogs, you wake up with them. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's all I'm that's all I'm saying. You know, she should she should think about it, you know, as she's going off being uh flipped as the old people uh say, yeah. flipped at yeah. the mouth and um yeah. and, and, and just saying whatever that she feels that, you know, uh is gonna uh help her and benefit mm-hmm. her, you know, and she should know that um you know this although this is black history month you know slavery has been abolished for over 150 years um uh, nobody is kowtowing to stupid stuff and this is still unfortunately reginald this is still mm-hmm. the fight that continues today and you know i did a report on my show you know if if slavery is really abolished and um or is it coming in different forms and it is coming in in different forms you know so mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, um, um, add that, add that piece on, on to it and, and just say that, you know, you need to watch what it is that you say. You can't just, um, you can, um, freedom of speech, you know, which is why I don't understand what they're trying to say about Elizabeth Warren right. because freedom of speech, you know, I guess it's only for the select few or, or when it, or when it works yeah. right for them. Okay. Yeah. She can she can yeah. get up and read a letter. Why not see it? It is what it is. And he is Jeff Session what he is. And everybody knows that you can look at him and tell. I mean and, and, and a lot of the Republicans, they know. They know it, but they're gonna ride this what they think is a gravy train until it derails. And the moment exactly. the gravy train it's- starts to derail They'll be the first one jumping off, jumping off the Trump train, as Amarosa says, you know, the Trump train. They'll, they'll be the first one. But right now, they're going to ride with it. They're going to, you know, because it benefits them, they can get, try and get all of their, uh, legislation through that, uh, strips Medicaid, Medicare, um, let's try to get as much as hate. Let's try to get as much hate through. I got, yeah, I got about two minutes. Let's try to get as much hate through as, as we possibly can, you know, because we have someone in there who shares our same hateful ideology, unfortunately, you know. Um, but, um, you know, I, I certainly enjoyed this talk, um, that, that we've had, Reginald, about, uh, hot topics and also about, um, you know, the, uh, fabulous, um, frontiersmen, um, of the Black History Month. You know, we, we've listed out quite a few, of um the the wonderful people who dedicated their lives and um education and time and efforts to uh invent things that would be conducive to everyone okay and uh maybe next time uh, I air which will be 2 weeks from today today is the 9th so 2 weeks from today is the 23rd I'll be airing then and uh maybe you know um uh, as our as we're ending um the fabulous uh, black history month we can um talk more about it thank you so much Rachel, for uh joining me as as always i i appreciate you and i love you so much for it and uh thank you listeners too for tuning in to me uh once again i will be airing again on the 23rd of february at 8 a.m. please check your your time um you can also uh listen to me um, by getting the app and or going to talkzone.com internet radio um on your on your uh laptops and uh or desktops 
and you can get all of my uh, shows there that are archived. And you can even listen to put it all on the table uh, through mediation as well. Take care. God bless.